Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. You're listening to The Sexy Unique Podcast. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shanghal. Ryan, thank you for being my guest tonight on the very first up oh of course i mean if i wasn't i would have literally lit your apartment on fire <laughs> how do you know where i, I live, live yeah i uh, live next door to you i would have literally peeked out of my french doors and like gave you menacing stares no i needed you here for like emotional, emotional support. support yeah <laughs> <laughs> and also just like to stick around if there are any technical difficulties yeah um i'm your emotional support dog today. yeah you are you're my emotional support bitch oh <laughs> um yeah you know it's been a whirlwind few days it has been i'm gonna go on a whim and say it's been crazy it's been crazy there's been a lot of drama which Mm -hmm. is like 
not usually what happens in my world. I would but say. It, ha- it happens in my world a lot. It happens in your, you're mostly the drama queen, but we kind of switched roles. Yeah. And then she was full of drama today <laughs> and it was the most, or the, this week. And it was like the most absurd drama because it was about Vanderpump rules. It's just like, you cannot, life has gotten too low yeah. and too real. Basically pumped is no more. Mm-hmm. This is the replacement. Um, I'm happy to have everyone tuning in here, and this is a safe space where lols and trolls happen. Um, basically, the last podcast just ended up being it. We weren't able to like speak our full truths on it, which have been going on for a while. Yeah, and so now we're in a new zone with new truths to speak, and we're just going to do a podcast that's like about fans for fans cast is not involved and yeah. that's that doesn't take Nancy Drew to figure out what happened when you become friends with cast members on a show that you're dedicated to trolling it somehow makes things complicated well it just makes things more real and so and it, and I mean, less fun yeah it was just like a conflict of interest and like the whole the whole fun part about watching this show is being able to like have very detailed conversations with other people about the show and when someone feels like they have to edit themselves, aka me, it's just like ain't gonna work no more. So right, but the nozzle's coming off, and she's a free bitch, I baby, <laughs> free bird, <laughs> soar, um, soar to the alleyway, <laughs> soar over the alleyway. Yeah. Um. So let's just get into this episode and kind of talk about what happened. It's a good one to do. I mean, you know, you're in the episode. Yeah. Um, but you should probably clarify to the fans out there what that means because you're not friends with these people. No, I have no friendships or like alliances. I mean, I will say I think Ariana is like the least offensive. She's and, like, cool. Psychotic person on yeah. the cast. I mean, I think you have to be like 2% mentally ill to like want to be in a reality show. So like I always question people who actually seek this out. But I think out of all things considered, I think that Ariana is the most woke. And, you know, she thinks like, uh, what is she? She has said the word misogyny on a reality show. She's bringing which, awareness which to, doesn't like, happen. the plight against the patriarchy. So Didn't Britney think it was something else? Britney thought it was massages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean he gives a lot of massages? No, it's uh, no. the opposite of a massage. Like, it's, it's an assault. It, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's not so a Ariana is bringing, like, a lot of Google it energy to the show. And, like... Despite her like weird wardrobe choices this season, I think that you think they're weird. I thought she looked good in that pantsuit thing she wore. What pantsuit? The one she wore to oh, Tom's that one was like banging. Yeah, she looked incredible. Yeah. I was at the party that night and she looked really good. She was at both parties, you guys. Yeah, I was at both Sandoval. <laughs> don't and get too Jackson jealous. <laughs> put, put down know, those peanut butter and jealousy sandwiches. <laughs> don't come for me over this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was invited to attend the tapings by Craig, and I took him up on that offer because really, I truly. In the moment in time, I'm like, oh, I love watching this show on TV. Like, here's a chance to see the train wreck up close. And then it's really never that. It's actually just, like, kind of awkward for me. And then it also is, like, it's a taping of a show. So it's not, like, watching the show, which, well, Albert Einstein over here. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, why Breakthroughs. isn't it the same? <laughs> yeah. um, why, aren't they, why aren't there fun cuts? <laughs> yeah, so <sighs> not as fun as, like actually watching but still interesting nonetheless uh but yeah i mean it part of the awkwardness definitely comes from like knowing that i actively like 
have made like a passion out of trolling these people and then you interact with them IRL and you're like I feel weird about this like I wouldn't like I wouldn't want to go to a party where people had created a podcast dedicated to like pointing out how psychotic I am no and they they watched they or they listen they listen to like every episode right yeah they listen to like I mean, when Stassi, Kristen, and Katie were on the podcast, I realized, like, they've listened to every single episode and, like, can pinpoint actual things that I and past guests have said about them. And then I was like, wait, this has gone too far. Like, it now, the troll came around full circle and then started to troll me. So, I had to get out of there. But now back to just old-fashioned trolling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's like, welcome back, Cotter. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so this episode really like kicked off with everyone pretending to work at Sir like they normally do, which is my favorite charade of this season is like people being passionate about their jobs (laughs) at Sir. I need to make another mojito. Oh no, quick. (laughs) They're like, how's everything? Like, are you you happy with your chicken? Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're like, get the fuck out of here. Can we take selfies together? I mean, that's what it is. Who wants to just like willingly sit at Katie's table? I wonder if her table actually has like, if like people don't like request not to have her because she's been so awful this season. Well, they work like probably like two shifts a year. I mean, they're not really there, are they? I don't know. I mean, I've gone when I've gone like Sandoval's bartending. Oh I think God. they still do shifts. That's so rude. That's so rude. They're tethered to this like weird like minimum wage job where people go specifically to see them. Like they're like animals they're like, like zoo, zoo creatures that bring yeah. you goat cheese balls. Yeah, and then like if, like no one's going to serve for like the yum 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 food. You know what I mean? Like everyone, like no one's like yum that lives that chicken is to die. I've been craving the goat cheese ball salad. I need it. Pack up the car. We're going to serve. Like that no. never has happened once. No, time. you go to see these people and so they have to work to basically be observed and bring foot traffic to the restaurant. I mean it's a pretty rude existence, I yeah, would say. It's like not great for yeah. anyone. But like it's also just like so humbling in a way to have to see them like deal with that. And I also am like I have, like, a special affinity in my heart for, like, all the women who have broken free of the Sir chains, like Kristen and Stassi, who, like, managed to get out of there, but then and still, still be, be on the, on the show, show, which is, is like amazing. really brilliant. It's a life hack. It's, it's a, yeah, It's exactly. a total life hack. They're yeah. living their best lives. Yeah, they're not working, and yet they're working. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're, honey, they're working. Yeah. Um, so Sheena basically lies to Lisa and is like, everything in Sheena and Shaylan is going really well. She's like trembling, like her eyelash falls out. Like it's just like a single uh, tear rolls down her cheek and yeah. she's just like. Shay's <laughs> at, cut to Shay in his cage. <laughs> and you're like, Shay's let me like out. Snorting let me a out. Percocet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, Shay hasn't woken up for three days and I'm worried because like, his skin is turning blue, but everything in Sheena and Shaylan is really, really well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to do CPR when he went unconscious the other night, but honestly, he just like felt lightweighted, like altitude and stuff. I woke up and he was like smothering himself with one of my throw pillows and I was like, Shay, what's wrong? Are, are things well? And he looked at me and he goes, they're really well. We've had to remove the butter knives from the, from the kitchen because he <laughs> keeps trying to slit his wrists and uh, it's so weird. <laughs> he cries in the shower every morning for 45 to 50 minutes. But then he said it's because he loves me so much. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's saying like, are you going to go to the studio? or what and he's like babe i'm trying to fucking work <laughs> yeah his beats era era <laughs> oh it's god like escape. did you notice too one of our longtime listeners of pumped matt lally called me and told me 
specifically that Mike Shea is wearing a Mike Shea t-shirt in this episode. Oh my god. Like when he's chilling at home. Mike like, Shea made it. Like that <laughs> I don't even know what his like tagline producer tagline is. I don't know. Scared, scared and alone. It's like <laughs> give me Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> um no, but he's wearing a Mike Shea shirt like while they're chilling at home and then like later at the roast. Yikes. I think at the ro- yeah, at the roast too. Yikes. Super dark, but like I don't I kind of don't blame – I think that Sheena's kind of being, like, tactical and smart about the way she portrays herself on the show. Sort of. I mean, she doesn't always come up off – I mean, I mean compa- she's compared like a, to Katie, Stassi, and Kristen, and she's, like, you definitely feel for her because she's not – she's getting shit on so much, whatever. But we talked about this, like – I think that she really likes secretly being the victim. I think it get, gets her attention and she wants people to feel sorry for her a little bit. And it gives her a purpose. Yeah. It gives it like creates exactly. a purpose a driven for life for Sheena where it's yeah. like she can just always be complaining about like what's going on and how everyone has wronged her. But it still must suck to be trolled that relentlessly by your so-called best fronds. I mean, it's just insane. It's mean girls. I mean, I think we're about to have the emancipation of Sheena where she finally like breaks free of the chains but breaks of free the triangle brain. Breaks free and then goes to someone else to tell her what to do i mean she really is like karen from mean girls like she's not even gretchen yeah she's not even gretchen like like she's just like that she doesn't know her own identity sheena tried to fuck with james and raquel oh yeah and she's like literally a sex doll brought to life she was completely just like stone-faced and like it was fine. Yeah, she, she's like, you just, sometimes people get in meds and they take selfies together. <laughs> sometimes people you know? take selfies and others bed. I get in beds and I take pictures of myself with them. She goes, <laughs> and that's just night-night time. Night-night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> she like, just like slowly She like collapses asleep. onto the ground. They're like, she's just like Your a girlfriend's series. short-circuiting again. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> Recharge her batteries. Literally a robot that someone coded in like undergrad community college with a series of zeros and ones that all she can do is like blink and nod and smile and then like utter like sentences that aren't comprised of more than 10 words. Like, no, it's scary. Free Raquel. Free Raquel, but like free her from what? That, that free brain's her from a prison. herself. Yeah, so they would, she, I don't, there, there's no free in that brain. Like, it all, there's all price. If Kristen and Stassi are like calling you dumb, you've really reached like a new level of dumb. I know. Because they're, they're definitely Stassi and Kristen and I mean, they're dumb in a way, but they're also like not. You no, know what I mean? they're not. They're not dumb in like the traditional like airhead. They're way. not like they're not stupid. Airheads. Yeah, I don't think they're. Stupid. No, they're just full of self-loathing. Yeah, <laughs> like, they just hate themselves. They just hate themselves. It's not stupidity. When the cast of Vanderpump Rules is like questioning your intelligence, like bless your soul forever. Jax's card got declined, which I loved. Well, surprise. Yeah, that's not surprising. You think that they have like? I a lot think they of have money. money. Well, I think I think Jax has money. I think they make all their money from club appearances. There's no way that they don't have money. And and then I was thinking, you know, oh, but then why do they all live in terrible apartments? And then we we realized that oh, they have no taste. So it's like even if they had buckets of money, they'd still pick like literal trash dumps to live in because they just have no taste whatsoever. Yeah, which shocks me that like I mean I know it's just for storylines, but. That, like, Lisa hired Katie to be her assistant and then, like, charges her with the responsibility of, like, picking out some, like, tasteful paint colors. It's like, do you know who you're dealing with? Like, this person has, like, 
a brick wall with like Christmas lights tacked to it in their apartment. Like, and like a piece of art that is just someone who spray painted the word Bubba in silver paint over like a black canvas. Like that's their decoration. So like, I'm not clear like where you would come in and be like, I think that you're the perfect person to pick out all my paints. Yeah. Like, her her artistic insane. vision needs glasses. I mean, honestly. <laughs> it like, needs <laughs> laser eyes. Yeah, it needs Lasix. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, oh, God. And then Tom Schwartz buying Stassi and Brittany Jaeger bombs chilled us both to the bone. It was – I've never taken a Jaeger bomb before because um, that was just never a part of my life um, and my life story. But uh, they're so big. They're not shots. They're like a they're like a huge drink. Yeah, it's like a shot cocktail. But it's like you have to drink the whole thing in one. Sh- that's like you four chug shots. It. That's disgusting. The last time I took Jaeger bombs or drank a Jaeger bomb was in college. Yeah, I think I was like twenty three. Was marked the but day these, of my last. But these people Jaeger. are just you know they're they're Special still in college. <laughs> they're in, they're in Sir <laughs> University. <laughs> Literally anyone can get it. Unicercity. Yeah, unicercity. <laughs> exactly. Um James like goes off to his residency, which he's so excited. I have to go by my residency. I'm at a residency. <laughs> and then he declares, This is my new pump. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm Congratulations. Like, when there's like four people. You're in an alley. There's like a homeless person with like a wearing a trash bag being like, Woo <laughs> Put that again. It's like that like patio area is i know where the redbury is where it's is like it on hollywood and vine Oof. and that little alley is like just in between two buildings so it's like i don't think it would ever get any natural light it's like a true alley patio these people feel lounge. very comfortable in alleyways i know they <laughs> alleyways like live for an alley <laughs> if they find an alleyway they just they just literally like <laughs> just sit down make a home they feel very cozy there they're like, uh. At Sandoval's birthday, everyone ended up in an alley. <laughs> really? They <laughs> love was, it. There's like a smoking area that's like kind of like an alley-ish vibe in Busby's. Oh, my and God. And like I was having a cigarette relapse at the time. So I was like, I'm going to just bum a cigarette off of one of these people. Right. And like walk out. And sure enough, it was like total alley vibes. Oh, honey. They're like, we're home. We're alley children. <laughs> at least they're like to stay on brand at all costs. Exactly. Um, I'm... Also obsessed with Sheena, just like blowing up all the like financial financial you can't details. Do that. You can't do it. I mean, I understand her frustration with um, Kristen and Stassi, but uh, you can't say that to Katie. You just can't. Actually, like I actually really, for the first time in my life, agreed with Katie, and it really, really scared me. But I, but it was like, don't talk to me about money, honey. You know, like, no, nope. it's so rude. It's so rude, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like that's the thing, like. You know, she needs to learn how to help herself. Like, she doesn't do herself any favors by, like, blabbing about that stuff. I know. You almost begin to, like, understand <laughs> Kristen and Stassi sometimes. I mean, I understand having Sheena as a friend can be annoying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It would like, be a lot to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. But still, they're heinous. <laughs> I mean, they are awful to her. But they're like, awful. And also, I feel bad because Sheena probably needs that money to, like, pay for her future divorce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, um, I can't, like, spare $500. Like, I have an attorney to hire. <laughs> Shay takes everything. Yeah. Which is just nothing because they literally have no <laughs> assets. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, he gets our wedding photos. He can decorate his new apartment with them. Exactly. Um, I also, But also, another, like, rich moment is all of them being like, 
um it's like etiquette to like not blah 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 and i was just shocked that they even know what the word etiquette means and oh, that they could use it in a sentence i know exactly well they know it when it you know when it applies when it applies to, to them when, it when it's convenient them. when it serves them mm. yes mm. s-u-r-b-e-s mm. Mm. yeah they're crazy um Jax is wearing britney's camisole he is as a bra yeah Did oh you see yeah <laughs> she's like how's my cami fitting you hun and like he pulls it off and there's like a little spaghetti strap <laughs> really i live for his breast surgery <laughs> i know which he, ba- he got I'm from so using worried. too many steroids I'm i know still worried they lull but like it is darkness uh, underneath that Jax lull. is gonna die yeah if Jax he is gonna die, give himself like tumors he doesn't die from breast cancer he's gonna die from like britney's mom and her, all her friends gay bashing yeah him. exactly they're gonna get some baseball bats they're gonna take some baseball bats and they're gonna go to sir honey for some justice if those rumors are true i'm tying you behind the truck and dragging you back to kentucky <laughs> she's like but i'm a christian <laughs> <laughs> i know literally like jacks i mean jacks again shocking that i agreed with uh katie in this episode as well as jacks when he said you know, I've done a lot of terrible things, and uh, somehow me potentially kissing a guy is the one that she gets upset over. I mean, it's insane. Like, she, oh, he openly is basically saying to her, like, I'm a car artist. I've cheated on everything my entire life. Da, da, da. And like she's like, she's like, she's like, cute. Yeah, and Brittany's mom's, like, talking about, like, you know, throwing her daughter a hose in G.I. Joe's theme party and letting her drink. But, like, God forbid that there's any hint of, like, kissing same sex. It's like, ah, you're going to hell. You're going to die. Well, even when like Brittany mentions it, that there's like a rumor about her, it gets like really tense. And her mom's like, why didn't you tell me this? And it's like, she's like, because I'm gay, mama. (laughs) I'm a lesbian. It's like Carrie kind of. Yeah. It's very like Carrie. It is very Carrie. Oh my God. It's very sissy space. Yeah. I would love to see like. Pepper Lori. Yeah. Yeah. A Carrie interpretation of Brittany and her mom would be the best. It's really, it's really creepy. And I really hope that next week they kind of call her out on it which i think they will yeah for her insane hypocrisy again she like doesn't flinch at any like litany of like terrible things that jackson's done he's like well i've murdered a few small children i've uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, like i killed a people. bum and i buried him on the side yeah the i like to kill homeless people in my spare time she's like, and they're like cool, oh, cool, cool, cool cool have you bought a ring for my daughter yeah, yet yeah, or exactly. what <laughs> yeah exactly murdered a homeless person yeah right right where's the ring mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah She's like, you better go to church. <laughs> exactly. Just Oh, just go to church and pray that away. Mur- lightly murder, it's fine. I want to know, like, what she thinks of this, like, what, re-watching <coughs> it. If she, like, is – I wonder if this has been an experience for Brittany's mom to, like, make her more woke. No, honey. There's – no. No one ever learns. No, no one learns. If we, if we learned anything from Banner Pump Rules is that no one learns no one anything. Learns. I always think they're going to. No. I really try and give them the benefit of the doubt. But they're incapable, like, and they also have zero incentive to learn because when they don't learn, it makes for great television. So they're basically, like, enabled by us, people like us. I mean, if they learned – would we have a podcast, honey? No, that's true. <laughs> so thanks for never learning. Thanks for being psychotic. <laughs> thanks for And bringing being us such crazy. joy. Yeah. Um, Sandoval thinks that Katie has a drinking problem. Oh, which I love. I mean, if if one of the people in that group is calling you out for having a drinking problem, like, I'm scared for you. Yeah. Bless because, this mess. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, my, I love the transition, too. Like, so he's, like, over at Sheena and Shay's, and she, Sheena's, like, 
do you think Katie has a drinking problem? And then he's like, yeah, I think so. And then it cuts to Katie and Stassi going to the weed store. Yeah. Which arguably is one of the cooler things that they've ever done. I like that they did that. They openly acknowledged that they smoke pot, which was great. That's a reality TV first. And like that, but it also took me like a full three minutes to like process what was happening because it's just so unexpected. I was like, where are they? I was we like, thought they were shopping for bonsai trees. <laughs> I was like, they're getting like hideous centerpieces for Katie's dumb wedding, or like they're going to like Dylan's candy bar to like go get a candy for the candy table. Like, and then it, I finally was like, oh, they're like buying weed. That's actually very chill. Oh my god, I love I love the logic of, oh well, you know, I have all this rage when I drink, so I think I'm just gonna like smoke pot too. I'm like, honey, like I'm not that's gonna not do how that any works. like I'm not I could go to therapy or like start journaling or like find a spiritual practice and really like take an inward look at why I rage out on my boyfriend all the time and why I have such a destructive relationship with people when I drink. But you know what? I'm just gonna fuck it. I'm gonna tranquilize myself with marijuana. Like it's totally backwards. Yeah, it's very, very misguided. I mean, for the love of God, Katie, just like go to therapy. Like I mean, I feel bad for her. I mean, Katie is really insufferable for sure, but I just see how much she hates herself and how that manifests towards hatred towards other women, her fiance. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's a vicious cycle and it's very sad. And it's like, if she just kind of figured out why she's so full of rage, AKA why she hates herself so much, maybe she could get better and that's insufferable oh wow what a novel approach yeah but again like they're not paid to like evolve (laughs) so (laughs) no like if katie woke up one day and she was like guys she like went to Kristen and stassi and was like i had a spiritual awakening like i can't do this show like i need to separate from tom and like really explore what my passions are what my truth is like maybe take up like flower arranging and like start a small business like I think I'm done here. They literally have a meltdown and like strap her to a gurney until she agreed to just like keep living her life the way she lives. Cause like if one of them change, it throws everything out of whack. Like they, their relationships like hold the glue of the group together. And if one person tries to like better themselves, it throws things like off balance. No, they all need to keep each other down for their, for their own survival. (laughs) (laughs) And I think also that has a lot of survival in quotes (laughs) that has a lot to do with like why Katie and Tom are still together and like moving forward with getting married is because if they broke up, the group would be fractured. Right. And I think that like it's, for, there are reasons out even outside of themselves at this point that it's like okay well we're gonna get married now because like the group wants us to right i mean these people all kind of took like an unspoken agreement that they would never change they'd always be insufferable <laughs> and they anyone, signed it in blood if while anyone, the devil watched. yeah <laughs> if any if anyone deviates from that then they ashes to ashes they all fall down you know yeah um so let's just like talk about the roast. Oh my god, the stand up, which I like to call stand down because it's, was <laughs> it's so terrible. Really terrible. Yeah, I know. Seeing people that aren't funny try to be funny is it's so uncomfortable, but it gives me a real thrill as like a actually funny person. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, Kristen thinks that she's like the next Amy Schumer. I mean, Kristen's literally like, I'm like, I'm making going places like Gilda Radner, inspiration, Amy Sedaris, like loved her in Strangers of Candy. My stand up is a combination of like Amy Sedaris <laughs> with like Candace of Gilda Radner and Jan Hooks. 
She's like, I fucking love Jan Hooks. You know what I mean? Jan Hooks, like, I saw her soon. He's like, she fucking changed my life and honestly shaped who I was as a comedian. You know what I mean? (laughs) Jan fucking Hooks. Kristen does this, like, fake humility thing that I'm obsessed with when anyone brings up the roast where she's like, you know, it's like, I have to because, like, I'm, like, the roast master. But, like... And it's like she keeps phrasing it as though she wasn't like fucking frothing at the mouth to do to like host Jax's roast. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And it's like very it's like so classic Kristen. Yes. Very, very classic psychotic Kristen. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, Ariana was pretty funny. She had a good zinger. Ariana had a great zinger. Kristen's reaction to that was flawless. Was very on brand for her. Flawless. Always looked like she's going to murder someone. She always looks like she's m- murderous. And, like, unless she's seeing people fight, in which case she, like, has an evil, evil smile. She becomes extremely soothed and she docile. She loves a fight. <laughs> she lo- lo- gives her a sick, sick thrill to see people destroy each other. Like, those close-ups of her smiling, like, gleefully as people are fighting. It's, like, so bone-chilling. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. If Ooh. you ever want, like, Kristen to just, like, chill out, start a massive fight with someone in front of her. Oh, yeah. She'll be like, mm, It takes her to her happy face. place. Yeah, it's her, like, version of an alleyway. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like an emotional alleyway for her. She loves it. She's like, I can just sleep in this <laughs> unrest forever. <laughs> if you had to choose one character, like if you had to wake up tomorrow and be one person on Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, who would you be? Um, For the rest of my life? Ariana. Okay. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, why troll myself? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it might be fun to like be Britney. <laughs> Just to, like, kind of go through life, like, with rose-colored glasses. I mean, like, everything's fine. I love my life. But I think uh, Brittany is finding her sass and her, like, personal brand. Yes, I think she is. I think she's finding her boss. Like, there's a lot of rumors about that I've just seen on the internet and, like, people that have tweeted at me about, like, her and Jax getting a spinoff show. And I'm so fucking down for that. I hope so. Hopefully that can get Brittany d- out of sandwich duty because she'll be getting her <laughs> own paycheck. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm here for, like, Brittany's star. Oh, I'm here for her rise. to get woke. I think you'd be Brittany. Uh, yeah, Brittany seems you like fun. Brittany. But that means I would have to fuck Jax, which, uh, like. Sign I, me up. No, babe. I, I'm not really into, like, getting, like, new STDs that haven't even hit the market yet. <laughs> Like, literally, he has some, like, fucking off-brand from fucking F-list STDs. Like, like literally, we have, it hasn't dropped yet. Like, wait for this STD to drop. The market. Like, it's, like, literally, like, too hot for prime time. You're like, what do I have? Like, every doctor's like, we don't know. They're like, you have the Black Plague. It hasn't been around for hundreds of years, but suddenly exactly. it came back. <laughs> Scarlet fever? Ooh. Um... Yeah, no, I would not want to fuck. But, like, Tom Sandoval, maybe I'd want to fuck. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't find him attractive, but I also kind of... I mean, all these people are, like, borderline fuckable in a really hateful way. Yeah. I'd be Ariana, and then I would try and have a threesome with Jackson Tom. Well, yeah, that would be pretty easy, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think they'd be down. Yeah, they'd be so down. Um, would you? How much would you pay for Jax's Warhol portrait <laughs> negative five thousand dollars <laughs> i know that you love it and you're always on the hunt for new artists <laughs> emerging artist jeremy madix i'm like sign me uh, i'm ready to like start a gallery and show his work <laughs> gallerinas oh with Yikes. jeremy i'm ready to like show him off to the world yeah he right. established himself as a real real talent tastemaker <laughs> oh. i was like i would pay Five hundred dollars for that photo. Yeah, 
No, um, I would not pay anything. <laughs> but <laughs> I would come over to your apartment and laugh at it. What if I free. bought it for you for your birthday? <laughs> I would literally put it in the Sir way. I'd just like drop it off. I'd oh. be like, good night. That's so rude. No, babe. It's not my taste. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet I could commission a portrait of someone from Jeremy and give it to you as a gift. Sure. (laughs) I mean, reach the sky's the limit, honey. I mean, if you want to give me a weird gift, by all means. I would love, like, I wish you did drugs so that I could take a photo of you when you're, like, completely drugged out and then get Jeremy to turn it into a Warhol I used to do drugs, but I would just take pills, and that would just make me look happy. Like, that doesn't make me look that fucked up. I would just be, like, smiling. I know. You'd be too cute for, be like, to be trolled by yeah, it. Yeah. I see pictures of but you, like, be, when I was... You said, you, like, when you were on pills, you fell asleep at dinner a, a lot. A lot, yeah. So that would be I your took pill. naps. I would... <laughs> I, would <laughs> I took impromptu naps during Snap lunch. a pic of you fa- nodding off soup. at the table, and yeah. then... Ten months later, <laughs> you for your birthday, you'd get like a stunning portrait of your most fucked up moment. Yeah, I like that. It's amazing, like what you can do to convince people that you're fine. Like when I would just like fall asleep in my sleep, I'd be like, "Whoa, sorry about that." And people are like, "No worries." There needs to actually be a service that's like just serves to troll people who get like fucked up all the time. Like yeah. I have a secret Instagram with a lot of my friends. You where, do? Yeah, I have I have a secret Instagram. With friends of mine that, like, I party with. Oh, I think I've seen this You've one. You've seen this. But it it truly is an Instagram that just exists to, like, troll each other. So we all take pictures when we're, like, out and doing whatever. And then post them to the Instagram. And it's, like, really amazing. So you could take any one of those photos. I think a lot of friends do stuff like that. So you could take no. any one. <laughs> I think I know, like, what real friendships are, which is, like, doing drugs and trolling people by taking pictures of them on drugs, clearly. No. Um, I think it would be a great. I'm ready to start that service. Well, I support you in all your endeavors. I'm a small. I'm an <laughs> as, entrepreneur. As confusing as they are. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur and future small gallery owner. Oh. Google it. <laughs> Wait, can we just, like, have a moment? Because I never got to say this before, and I need to say it now. Katie's invitations to her wedding... They're horrible. ...made me want to die. They're really sad. Like, I'm sorry, but those invitations were on a tea towel, which is, a.k.a. just a cum rag. Like, can we be honest about what that is? I know, I know. Why would any wedding planner, like, be like, yes, definitely get it on a kitchen towel? That, like, it's like... If it's meant for cum, it's got to go. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's my full Wedding philosophy. coordinator, Ryan O'Connell. Yeah, honey, like, you know. I'm just, like, immediately I like my a brain... towel, though, like, spill the tea towel. <laughs> I know. I like that, too. I think it could be funny for, like, a place setting or something where you're, like, you have, like, an embroidery or it's your gonna initials be a family, on it. It's going to be a family heirloom. But I'm sorry, like, why would I want people, like, wiping up stains and spills and bodily fluids with my wedding invitation? I mean, yeah. I guess that's like kind of an appropriate metaphor for what their marriage is going to be. But like still, I was chilled to the goddamn bone by yeah, that wedding invitation. It's pretty bad. But honestly, like what the funny, like that cost them like 20 shifts at Sir. It's very sad. Yeah. So <laughs> I just needed to really get that off my chest because I've been like. It felt like a treasure a hunt. Time. Like that had no treasure in it. <laughs> it felt like literally like you just unwrapped all this these layers of ugliness to like find nothing. <laughs> to find a towel, ta- you're then you're just like cool. I can't wait to like dry off my dishes with this. Yeah, 
not good. Not good. It's not good. Not good. Um. Well, I can't wait to see what else is in store for this season. Yeah, that's Goof Troop. No, <laughs> I bet they have a lot of good tricks up in their sleeves. And I hope that list. I hope that you'll be back again. We'll see. I know. <laughs> this is very draining for me. This is hard for Ryan. He's it's really emotional. Full blown trolled right now. Yeah. <laughs> but babe, you need to give the people what they want, and they want you. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll oh. see if I can serve it up. Ooh, such a such a gamey little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. I really appreciate uh, of it. Of course. And then, did you want to talk about maybe doing a meetup, or are you going to do that for the finale? What do we call it? Oh, a summit. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have the because we 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 were so. I mean, Laura was so overwhelmed by the fan support. I was just confused. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fans really came out of the woodwork. Yeah, they like, did with the end of pumped and the, the beginning of this podcast and <laughs> which all happened three days ago <laughs> i know which literally <laughs> happened in a matter of a week it was like a roller coaster but it was actually amazing because i didn't know that people really cared that much and it just oh, is if like you watch fan pump rules you care it's yeah. that die hard it's that die hard so it made me feel really warm and fuzzy on the inside so we're gonna we'll do uh or she'll do I'm, i'll just maybe show up <laughs> who knows <laughs> um a summit for uh Sir or something. Yeah, we'll do a sexy, unique meetup. <laughs> I love it. And yeah, then we'll some. figure out what the last two letters of Summit, or the last no, we'll three letters summit. of Summit yeah. can mean, and well, then we'll do it. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. You can do sexy, unique meetup, meetup, because that's two M's, because yeah. it's a restaurant. But then what about IT? <laughs> I don't know. In We need a restaurant with a T. Sexy, unique meetup, meetup in... <laughs> And then we'll we'll find a restaurant. We'll find, yeah. we'll find a really shitty. Oh, a tea, yeah, yeah, yeah. A tea restaurant. Oh my god. So we'll find a really shitty restaurant. Taste. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, lol. lol. Taste on Melrose. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um. Oh well, god. as ever, you're just a genius and a blessing. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I crashed my microphone. Like <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. you guys. Bye. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? 
Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I would like to welcome to SUP my second guest, my boyfriend, John McDermott. Thank you. Honored to be here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. I, I couldn't imagine a, a grander entrance than the inaugural episode of SUP. I know. It's a special journey for you. Yeah. Well, because when so we cherish went, it. Thank you. Because when we went to the, the Jack's Roast, I mean, that was like what? It was almost like a, a, that was a like year in ago. June. No, I think it was in June. So it was last. It was summer of last year. But when we went, we had no idea what when it would air. Yeah, and it just just so happened to coincide with the premiere of Sup. So mm-hmm. I know it was like perfect, meant to be fate that this is the first. Some episode. might call it fate. Yeah, I think it is fate. Um. So yeah, we went to both the fundraiser and the roast like back to back within like one week of each other yes and we kind of just started dating and i was like dragging you to these vanderpump events yeah i remember thinking like this this is my life now like (laughs) i'm gonna be a fringe character on vanderpump rules like a fringe character like uh the background (laughs) (laughs) like a hanger on a fringe character you're like one-on-one with the camera like talking about your feelings like oh you wouldn't believe what sandoval said to me (laughs) Fringe character is a real law. I don't know. You were dragging me to a lot of Vanderpump Rules events, and I a was lot. just like, "There was two it, within a condensed a period lot. of time." In a, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the fundraiser first, because you had like a really unique experience there. You got vape roofied at the fundraiser. I did. 
Well, so after we, we went to the fundraiser, so we go, we walk in. As soon as we walk in, we immediately get shaken down for for money. Though it looked like a just donate if your heart is in that place on that particular night, it was like a pay to play event. Yeah. So it was, it was like, for a good cause, we should say. Since Tom Ariana and Richardson and some of their friends, I think, to Haiti to like help. So I'm like happy to give 20 bucks or whatever. Right. But it was not like, it was like a cover charge. Yeah. A Haitian cover charge. I just don't like being pressured into donating because it, ta- it takes the philanthropy out of it. I like it to come, you know, as a function of my own charitable nature. Yeah, exactly. But then also you had like almost like gotten to like a scuffle with a Bravo producer right from the jump. <laughs> and I was like, who is this bro right now? Can you just sign the paper and like give them the photo and let's move on? That paper was insane. The amount of personal information they make you want to give up is just ridiculous. So like whenever you go to a taping of a reality show, you have to like write down your personal information fill out a form and then they take a photo of you and it's like signing a release to be on camera essentially but they ask for like your address and your phone number i think they asked for like your social security number for your social security number it felt it felt pretty invasive i gotta say i let the producer know oh he really threw a fit about it and i was like this diva who does he think he is right now you know, I like, gotta, if I'm going to be a fringe character, I'm not giving you my social. Got to protect my brand. Got to <laughs> keep it tight. Your brand is henceforth ruined by being on this show. <laughs> I hope you know. Um, I don't know. I think my brand got a major boost. I know. People really reached out to you, came out of the woodwork to like, they spotted you on the show and texted you. I started getting screenshots texted to me of like us in the background, like people hitting on my Facebook wall, like people I haven't talked to in years came out and just to tell me about how they saw me on Vanderpump Rules. That's wild. It was wild. I paid the $20, which was fine. And I also, much like Jax, was worried that my card would be declined, but it wasn't. So it was all chill. Towards the end of the party, once like they were done filming, everyone just gravitated out to like the smoking alley. Right. Everyone in the bar had like, it, I want to call it a courtyard. Because that's what it is technically, but it's, it's an, it wasn't really nice. generous yes. to call it a courtyard. It was like the walls were all painted black. It was like like a little prison Guantanamo Bay cave <laughs> where you right. could just smoke thousands of cigarettes in a row. Oh yeah, everyone everyone in the cast is out there just tearing down cigarettes at an alarming rate. We and, were out there. Yeah, we were out there, and then there was like just a man with like a huge chunky blue vape, like right. smoking it up unaffiliated with the cast you were talking to chris he was unaffiliated with the cast yeah he He was was just like a patron of busby's he was just a busby's patron well that bar is enormous yeah but the area that we were in oh i guess it was like we were in a separate area but then i guess you could have been in the bar there's like another bar next to where we were and it has like it has like indoor mini golf like in the bar oh yeah you really liked it there, didn't you? you I was like, go back. I could, I could see it. Well, because we're never going back. There. <laughs> Just FYI, <laughs> don't get your hopes up. Honey. Well, in the episode, Peter's like, "Oh, I come here every Sunday for football," and I was like, "I could, I could see red myself. flag." I could abort, see myself abort. It's like it gets put on the list. Spending a football Sunday at Busby's. I it get gets it. put on Shane Hall's <laughs> list of places. You can't go. Yeah, that's like a, you can go there by yourself. Jared. Yeah, that's a solo you yeah. and your bros journey. Right. Count me out. 
you struck up a conversation with this vapor guy and then just asked him to have a hit off his vape? Well, he offered me his vape, and I was under the impression it was a tobacco vape. It was just a uh, regular vape. And I hit it so hard, and he turned to me. And You're just saying, trying to get like a huge hit of tobacco. Well, those things you never know how how hard you're hitting them. That, that, that's my kind of problem with vapes. Is like I always end up taking too hard of a hit, and because I mean it's not like with regular smoking, you can't really tell. I can't believe that you're giving a Bravo producer shit for making the making you give them your address, but then you would take a hit off of a stranger's vape. I don't know. You know, he and I were we were bonding. You were busy talking to Kristen. You were doing your own thing. Your priorities are out of whack, <laughs> my bro. So I take an, an enormous hit off of this vape. And then he turns to me. He's like, wow, you're going to be really high. And I was like, what, what do you what do you mean? <laughs> it, w- it happened to be a marijuana vape. And I was you got so roasted. stoned. Yeah, I got I got vape. Yeah, you got vape roofied. And then I was like. I was speaking with Kristen for a little bit and then I turned around and you're just like staring at me and you were like, we have to go. Like, I'm too high to be here. I was too high. It was it was just too much. I was like, I was like, please, (laughs) (laughs) please end this misery. Classic. Uh, Yeah, I was very stoned. Uh, Your conversation with Kristen, I was kind of eavesdropping. That was very, very interesting. Yeah, she was talking a lot about her comedy. She'd just come off of doing that sketch comedy show yeah so she was on a real high from that and then um i think she was kind of talking about she's like trying to come from a very forgiving place with me i don't know i can't it's hard for me to really remember because she like she both like titillates and terrifies me so i kind of go into like a fugue state when she's talking where i'm just like i don't know what to think like (laughs) (laughs) It's too much for my little soul. It definitely seemed like you guys were flirting. Um, That part was interesting. But it also seemed... If so, I I really love that. Well, she kept kind of like vacillating between like trying to impress you. Like, I think she thinks you're like really funny. She kept bringing up like white girl problems. She kept telling you about her comedy show. It seemed like she was trying to like, you know, really sell herself to you. And she like wanted... She wanted your validation. She wanted you to think she was funny. I do think she's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Yeah, all right. But just not for the same, Yeah. for different reasons. Good point, good point. We'll get to that with the Jax Bros. Um, And then, but she also kept saying, she was like, whatever, it's no big deal. Or like, whatever, I forgive you regarding your past drama. And then I was like, you don't forgive me. If somebody tells you... They forgive you like six They're different lying. times. They're lying. <laughs> Run. In a in a half an hour, then they absolutely don't forgive you. Yeah. Shit is not cool. It's a red flag of right. non-forgiveness. So then I got super stoned. I made you leave. Got super stoned. We got the fuck out of there. And then a few days later, I was like, hey, Jax is having a birthday roast tonight. Let's go. And I initially said, no. I don't want to do that. He tried to like naysay and then just put like an executive order that we weren't going. And I was like, uh, do you know who you're dealing with fish? Like we were <laughs> going to the road. We had alternative plans. And in true Shane Hall's fashion, something else comes up and you're like, mm, we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out to be a really fun night. I mean, it was also like funny for the wrong reasons, but it was still like enjoyable. I did not have a single unenjoyable moment. I I enjoyed every part of that. Yeah. I mean, we kind of, we stood in the back so as not to necessarily appear 
on camera and then we ended up being in like being right behind where Stassi and uh Sheena and Ariana were sitting so every time the camera pans over to them like we're in the back either reacting or like not reacting to jokes that or like making out yeah yeah (laughs) I was like tying on a real white wine drunk that night oh yeah different out of character for me you had like three glasses of Pinot Grige and then started getting well, you know very why? fresh. I'll tell you why. It was a kind of bar where they didn't have like a cocktail list. Yeah. Like you were either going to get well drinks or you were going to have to like deal with whatever shitty wine they have. And normally I'm like a red wine person. But then I was like, okay, well, I can't even trust that they have decent red wine. So I might as well like just do white wine. And you can't drink red wine for like four hours. No. Unless yeah. Unless I'm like on my couch at right. home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was not a, not a mixologist type of establishment. Um, so you had, you had some white wine and it, you were feeling very frisky. Yeah. Uh, cause I remember when we were there, I was like, I was like, babe, there are cameras everywhere. You need to pump the brakes. Like I'm not trying to be on a reality TV show getting all felt up and he says after attending two Vanderbump rules <laughs> events I'm feeling used right now yeah you were getting real handsy and I was trying to I was trying to negate that and then sure enough like our last appearance on camera is you just going for like full makeout well yeah in the background of a shot why not I mean by the end of the roast I was like can we wrap this up like our Ariana did a good job and she made both of us laugh, I think. Ariana is like, has legitimate natural comedic talent. Yeah. For sure. She was funny. Um, well written jokes that were delivered. Yeah. Well. There are other. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty large drop off after Ariana. It was a large drop off, but it was still like, I mean, it's funny to see the cast of the show attempt, do their best attempt at like comedy. With their interpretation With of their interpretation of true comedy. Like yeah. every word that comes out of their mouth week to week is comedy. So then to see them take it and try to actually be funny is like wild. Kristen tried. I mean, she like tried to like set up like she tried to write like real jokes, like set up punchline. But I think her and Schwartz kind of confused. Like when it, being a roast, they're supposed to be funny and kind of like cutting and mean. You do like a, it's like a zinger after zinger after right. zinger. It's not just like airing someone's dirty laundry. <laughs> Schwartz was a goddamn savage. All he did was just like spout uncomfortable facts about Jax's past. It's like one of those things like I'm not clever enough to craft a joke. So I'm just going to embarrass this person. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, remember our interaction with Jax before the bro Steven started? Oh my God. Yes. So, so we were told to get there at a specific time, but then the roast didn't start for like an hour and a half. So we're just downstairs at this bar, this horrible bar in West Hollywood that I literally I was like, it. classic. I've driven by that bar multiple times, like, cause I live kind of nearby it. And I was always like, God, this place is pure garbage. Like I will never go here. And then the time that I go there, of course, it's for like a Vanderpump rules taping. And then now that bar has turned into yeah, they've a re-branded. new bar. Yeah. They've rebranded as Sandbox. Sandbox. Where I think there's actual like sand in the bar and it's like beach themed. It truly like chills me to the bone and both and and, and disgusts me. Like I can't even speak. It's it. it's like I looked at the Google photos of like what it looks like inside. And it's kind of like a, a knockoff of the bungalow in Santa Monica, where it's like, you know, 
It's kind of got like a beach, beach house party type of vibe. But it's in West I don't Hollywood. get that for like a West Hollywood location. It's like you're at least an hour away from the beach. Miles. Many yeah. miles from the beach. Um, So it's gross. Go check it out if you're really that curious. So we're sitting in the bar just like killing time. I'm trying to get like a little white wine buzz going. And Jax kind of comes over and starts chatting us up. And he tells us this story about one relationship that he had where he dated this woman who lived in orange county and he moved to orange county to like move in with her and live with her and lived with her for 36 hours and he literally moved in on a sunday and was like this is so chill and then got up monday drove to work and on his way to work he was like wait this is so far from like everywhere i need to be like i can't i can't do this i can't do this relationship and then drove back home and broke up with her and moved out (laughs) he moved to orange county and then on monday he realized it would take him three hours to commute to west hollywood for work every day and that that just wasn't sustainable and then i asked Jax, i was like Jax, you know before you moved didn't you try to you know calculate the commute time he's like that's not how i operate bro (laughs) So at least he's like mildly self-aware. No, he's like, I make decisions first, think later. Yeah, he also did this amazing move where... Oh, that was fucking batshit crazy. He needed to take like a photo for Instagram, but he needed it to look like really candid. And so Tom Schwartz came over and Jack sat down on a booth and pretended like that someone was sitting next to him telling him a joke and was like fake laughing like ha 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 and then had schwartz there to take the picture so it was like an action shot of jack's laughing at nothing and then he posted it to instagram he's looking left as if somebody just told him the most hilarious story in the world and no one's there the instagram's kind of like blurry so it looks like oh my god we're at this like crazy party like someone hilarious is talking to jacks and jacks is loving it but really it's just like jacks is laughing at the air i like how your entire life can be documented in reality tv TV and then what you post to Instagram is just like a blurry, totally kind of constructed fake photograph. Yeah, it was really cool. So there's one thing I didn't get to cover with Ryan that I wanted, I felt it was appropriate to cover with you because we're in a relationship and this deals with another person's relationship. And that is the power move that Katie pulls on Schwartz in this episode. I knew you would love that. I loved that. I love like a, you're going to have to figure out how to get home on your own and then like a drive by and then a drive off. Yeah, I could totally see you pulling that move, but it doesn't have the same effect that it has 20 years ago. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to call an Uber. I know. It's like the power move. Like women don't have a lot in this world and now Uber has taken away (laughs) the drive off power move from us as well. The strand by the side of the road. Yes. But I love it. Like, I think that that was, like, one of the best things that you could do. I mean, pre-Uber, that would have been a huge power move. In Los Angeles, like, having to just walk home from Mm -hmm. God knows where. From the paint store. Would have hated that. Um, Tom Schwartz looks like he still doesn't get that he could call an Uber when he's, like, clutching (laughs) that sign. I feel like he, for him. He's like, what am I going to do? For him, he was stranded in that moment. I feel bad for Schwartz. I feel like Schwartz is like sending out an SOS, like someone please pull the plug on this engagement before I get married. Like he he obviously does not want to get married. I mean, I feel like they hate each other, but they're just going yes. through with this for like 
all the wrong reasons. It's like one of those things where just like the inertia of the relationship is just like too much and you just don't feel like you can you can get out. It's easier to just get married and <laughs> to permanently married. attach yourself to the other person legally than to like break up and like move into a new apartment and like split up your right. stuff. It's like it's we already really, have a deposit on a caterer. Yeah, like I'm so nervous for them both. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I, they get married. We all know that. So Right, exactly. Um, only time will tell. Um, one final question, or two final questions, actually. Mm-hmm. If you could be any character on the show, who would you be? You, who would I want to be, or who do I just most identify with? Well, I guess both. I most identify with Jax, like, like to a degree that I find concerning. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're together. Yeah. You know, you know how be. I feel about Jax. I mean, trust me, you've told me many, many times. That was going to be my second question. Are you intimidated by my feelings for Jax? No, not at all. Okay, good. Probably because I see a lot of myself in him. I like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's just like, there's an alternate alternate like dimension where i i ended up with jacks taylor's life like i'm pushing 40 i'm uh you know i'm still bartending i'm like hitting on the hot new hostess and like all the other waitresses are just like don't even think about it honey you don't you don't want to go down that road i'm like three bad life decisions away from being jacks taylor you told me that once when we first started dating, when I showed you this show, you were like, oh my God, you're like three life decisions away from being one of these people. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was very rude. <laughs> I'm just saying like, so if I went, expect a drive off in your near future. If I went full dirtbag and like did the most dirtbag thing I could do in any scenario, I think I would have Jax's life. <laughs> well, I love that. And that explains a lot mm-hmm. and contextualizes a lot for our listeners. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for being here and being my second guest. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I hope you'll come back. Mm, we'll see. Mm-hmm. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.